Hello, this is Rory with The Love Chat, and today's topic is working on yourself. Now, this is video number 30. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on the channel, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe and hit like so that the channel can grow and reach more viewers. Additionally, I've started a Twitter account for updates and the things like that, and I have a special announcement. As of yesterday, technically, the 12th, thelovechat.net is up and running. So please check that out and tell me what you think. Now then, we're going to jump right in. And the topic, like I was saying, was working on yourself, which is a big topic. And a lot of people understand the need to work on yourself, but perhaps they don't uh, have clear ideas of the means of how to do it. And this is a big deal because during the breakup, we need to use it as a transformative experience. And it can really be hard to know exactly what to do to improve yourself, to work on yourself, right? It's I always talk about emotional, spiritual, socially, physically, monetarily, those types of things, working on yourself in that capacity. But how exactly do we make that come to fruition? What are the right ways to do this? And what I think a lot of people forget is that there's not one right way to do it. And so I took those topics that I just mentioned, and I broke each one down a little bit and just added some suggestions, some things that I've worked on. Um, and that I've did myself in order to heal and feel kind of it put my confidence and my emotions back in check and my social situation got better and my money got better and my body was stronger and more fit. And so these things I find will be very helpful. And so let's dive right in, starting with emotionally, how to work on yourself emotionally. Well, the first thing that I always recommend to everybody, whether they've spoken to me and whether I've coached them or not, is to talk to a local therapist because at the end of the day, most of us have health insurance and health care. And a major thing that I often see when it comes to talking to a therapist is that people feel so relieved that they can tell a complete stranger who can't release this information about their problems. And they don't have to worry about overtaxing their friends because their friends have to listen and their friends know all the ins and outs of the breakup. And, you know, you take the the same exact point and you package it in different language and you give it back to your friends and we expect a different answer, but we keep getting the same answer. And a lot of us are worried about tiring our friends out from an issue. And so a therapist, guess what? Well, you're paying them to listen. So you can feel good about it knowing that they will listen for as long as you need them to. And if you need suggestions, they will give you those as well. But I would be careful about what they say. The second one is, Doing good deeds for others. Now, how would this help us heal emotionally? Well, when we are in this state of a breakup, we feel less than whole. We feel as if part of us literally up and walked away. And so how do we fix that? Well, part of this is we need to get ourselves back into a headspace where we feel like we are worth something. We haven't lost our worth, but the easiest way to make ourselves feel like we are worth something, is being appreciated by other people. And what better way to do that than by doing good deeds for them? So not only have you made the person you did the good deed for happy, but they will in turn show their appreciation to you. Number three as to how to work on yourselves emotionally is meditate. And this is something I do every day for at least 30 minutes. I find that it helps level us out, it calms us down, and there are many guided videos on YouTube um, however, I used to do a certain one that was taken down, so I've now turned to apps. Uh, there's an app for free that you can do, for, well, I think they charge a subscription, but you can do a free guided meditation. It's called Headspace, and the other one is called Calm. 
So I would check those apps out if meditation sounds like something you would be into. The next one, number four, is talking to friends and loved ones in order to heal. Now, I did mention that talking to a therapist is very helpful, but so is talking to people who are familiar with you and your ex, and they know the situations, they know the ins and outs. It can be good to talk to your friends and not expect anything in return other than them just listening and offering you advice, knowing how you will naturally react to these things. And it's a friend who you can confide in, somebody who knows that you would do the same thing for them if the tables were turned. All right. Number five, going for walks daily. Even if it's just for 15 minutes, be in nature. Go outside. Breathe in clean, fresh air. Don't sit at home all day. Number six, allow yourselves to feel the pain. Ultimately, we need to feel what we are feeling. If we deny how we're feeling, it's going to take even longer because we're letting it sit there and fester. Number seven, allow yourself to save up some money and go on a road trip with friends. This is one of my most favorite ones. Get out of the state, go somewhere, maybe go to your favorite hiking spot or camping spot. Just go have a good trip with friends that has nothing to do with your ex. This is your chance to retreat and go heal and spend some time maybe in nature, in the woods, camping, or maybe it's going to Disney World or whatever it might be. Everybody's is different. But go take a road trip with your friends and get yourself out of your hometown for a little while. Okay, the next category is spiritually. And this one is harder because it's different for everybody and we all practice perhaps religion and spirituality differently. So I'm going to keep this list shorter, um, but here's just some general ideas. The first one is visiting your church, your temple, your place of worship, whatever it may be, and speaking to uh, the pastor, the priest, the rabbi, um, again, whatever that happens, uh, whatever the correct term is, and just tell them what's going on. Fill them in. Let them help you find peace in your spirituality. Number two, and I, I'm going to add this again because it's so important, meditate. Find peace. Find your center. And you're going to feel a lot better because it's going to help you in those moments where you're really stressed out, really thinking of your ex, Meditation and getting good at meditation will help you find your center and calm down and make rational decisions based on love of yourself rather than fear or anxiety. The third one to heal spiritually is spending time volunteering at an animal shelter, a soup kitchen, take care of other living, breathing things or people. You're going to help a lot of people. It's going to be doing a good thing and you're going to walk out. And I mentioned this in one of the other videos. You're going to walk out feeling emotionally and spiritually clean like you did a good thing and you're going to smile that warm fuzzy feeling you get when you did a good thing for someone else and you didn't expect anything in return the next topic was socially the first one is force yourself to go out with friends even when you don't want to this isn't very original advice but it is helpful advice there's a time to feel and there's a time to get up and go out and force yourself to do something you don't want to do, but that you know is healthy for you. Number two, create new memories that have nothing to do with your ex. New friends, new things, new situations, a place that's not emotionally charged because you've never been there, or you've never done it, or you've never met these people. Number three, visit and use websites like meetup.com. Go out and meet new people. You never know who you're going to meet. You might meet your new partner, or your new best friend, or your new Pilates partner. Who knows? 
say yes to the universe. Number four, when you're ready, perhaps try dating. There are certain apps that I like more than others when it comes to this stuff. Uh, Typically, I like to avoid things like Tinder or uh, Bumble. Uh, Some are better than others and certainly experiences vary greatly. And so take what I say here with a grain of salt. But I find that actual dating apps, as opposed to hookup apps, are a bit more helpful. And so there's an app that I found uh, one of my clients used. It's called Coffee Meets Bagel. And that one seems a bit more wholesome and perhaps relevant towards actual dating as opposed to just hookup apps. Number five, take a class, cooking, acting, art, sewing, whatever it may be that you want to learn because you're learning a new skill that interests you and who knows who you'll meet in that class. The point of this isn't to take the class and be uh, withdrawn and not interacting with anybody. It's to go make new relationships, meet new people, do all of these things you're going to find it's going to be very helpful, very healing. The next topic is physically. This one is pretty straightforward, but let's make a list anyway. Number one being, try to fit in at least half an hour of exercise every day. This doesn't have to be intense exercise, but it will help you get some of the aggression and sorrow out of your body, if perhaps it's slightly more intense. But if you're of a body that can't do that quite yet, no problem, you're going to get yourself there. Okay, it can be walking or maybe a light jog. It doesn't have to be crazy, but the point is to improve your body, improve yourself. Next comes eating healthy, burn clean, get rid of the junk foods, get rid of the low quality foods that you know aren't good for you because as soon as that sugar and all of those horrible trans fats are taken out of your body and all those chemicals from fast food, you're going to start to feel better organically and you're going to realize how harmful these things are now that they're not in your system. Really, focus on a before and after. Number three, make fitness goals and stick with them relentlessly. There is no talking yourself into eating healthy or talking yourself into exercising half an hour every day. Don't have a conversation with yourself. Just go do it. If you have a conversation with yourself, you're going to talk yourself out of it. Willpower only lasts so long. So don't even talk about it. Don't even think about it. Just get up and do it. You have no choice. There's no choice here. You're going to feel a lot better about that when you just get up and do it. Don't talk to yourself about it. Number four, invite a friend to be a fitness buddy, somebody to help keep you accountable and maybe even a little friendly competition. All right. And the last topic is monetarily, the money situations. Number one of working on your money situation is work on improving your job situation. New job, career advancement, um, Maybe you want to move up in your career. Maybe you want a completely brand new job, something like that. This takes a little more thought, and I think that most people are happy with their job, but it's probably fair to say that we're all working for the weekend, and so what do you do? You start to find creative ways to take the monotony out of your job while working on career advancement in order to make more money, or perhaps working more hours, anything that works for you. Number two, invest in your future. Do you want to go back to school? Would you like to work on investing in a 401k heavily or maybe a Roth IRA? Things like that that will gear you towards your future. And number three, set a predetermined amount of money that you're going to put aside each paycheck to go straight into your savings and that you do not touch. It's almost as if that money was never there. You put it into your savings and you're going to watch a small fortune 
increase. And so typically what I do is I'll take 30% of my paycheck and put it towards savings, and that will be it. That money just sits there. It's not for me. It's when I need it. It's an emergency money, and that's how I view that. And I find that that helps me grow a nice chunk of money that I can use for future projects or home ownership, real estate, things like that. And with this, you begin to feel more safe. You have a bit more of a safety blanket built up if you want to take a vacation or buy a new purchase or get that new car or start to save up for a house. And internally, this makes you feel more at ease, which is what we're trying to do right now. Now, I hope this list has been helpful. It certainly is not the most creative list in the world, but we're not necessarily looking for the most creative advice. We're looking for advice that works. And I promise you that if you apply these things diligently, you will begin to feel better. But most of all, you need to remember to give yourself time because this isn't something that happens all at once. It's not just, well, I applied every single thing that Royer said in this video and I don't feel better yet. No, of course not. Give yourself some time, especially if this is a fresh breakup. And remember that it's up to us to heal ourselves. That's all I had for today. If you found my video helpful, I'd be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. Please leave a comment below and tell me what topics you'd like covered in the future. Also, if you'd like to do a Skype or email coaching, please be sure to email me at thelovechat at gmail.com and check out the new website, thelovechat.net. Until next time.